Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Search Cast, Season 2, Episode 17, presented by Primal X Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and In The Clutch Apparel. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. And if you're on the YouTube version, which probably is delayed, we are sorry about that, but if you're listening to the audio version, obviously this wasn't delayed because we got out to you before the Seattle Kraken game. For your Carolina Hurricanes, but at the bottom of the screen is our guest. But before we get to him, real quick, Bailey, how are you doing on this fine Sunday? Which is weird for us that we've had no hockey in the last couple of days from our Canes. But I know. I mean, it, our last game was last night, but like I look at the schedule today and there's nothing, and I'm just like, what is going on here? I feel like we're stuck in some sort of matrix situation. Yeah, um, I know it's weird. It's like we've had a game Friday, and then it's like we had nothing Saturday, nothing today. You know, because we're recording on Sunday, and I was like, "Oh, we're going into yeah. Seattle on Monday." It's like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> I know, yeah. So, but I've been good, um, at least sort of. Um, had a bit of a mishap with the computer, which I just want to thank you guys again for being so gracious and so patient while we kind of work on getting YouTube videos back up for you guys. Um, got a new computer, which didn't. It, it, I got it a lot sooner than I expected, so that's been nice. But um, yeah, it's been. A uh, whirlwind of the past few days. How are you? I'm uh, doing good. Yeah, you know, had to go back to work yesterday on Saturday. You know, after having like three days off, which included a trip to Raleigh for the home opener, which you know we talked about in our last episode. Then had to go to Charlotte for Tara's uh, birthday day for her. So we okay went up to Charlotte for the day, got some cool stuff for her. So nice. other than that, it's been pretty good. I uh, watched the Chicago Wolves home opener last night on Saturday. Uh, didn't go so well. Uh, there should have been a goal, but they called it a no goal. So that changed the complexity of the game. And we almost had a goalie fight at the end of the game, too. So uh, Cooley from uh, Milwaukee and Peter Kachekov. Uh, <laughs> Piotr almost got into a fight. So it's I like, know. I, oh, I wish it could have happened. Goalie fights are few and far between. And, well, and Piotr's no, and, got so much fire in him. I love him. Knowing, knowing Piotr is pretty much on brand. But you know what? Let's... Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm excited to have our guest on. We just were on his show earlier today on mm-hmm. Sundays. And we was like we had to bring him on, you know, give you know his show some love. And of course, you know, talk about his team because he was so gracious to talk about ours. We got Mike, aka Sasquatch AHL, joining us today. Mike, how are you doing today, brother? Hey. Long time no see. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? It feels like we were just uh, catching up not too long ago. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here. I'm, you know, honored to uh, be a guest and and also to have you guys over 
for a little while. Bailey, I can kind of relate. We talked a little bit before we started rolling. I was having some computer issues as well. Um, so the good news is, is that our interview is going to be an audio exclusive this time. So that's a first <laughs> for me. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at today. Computer issues. Ah, uh, yeah, they're the worst. Yeah, <laughs> Human-induced computer issues. Yeah, right. Like, like technology is great until the human aspect kicks in. You're just like, mm, oh, there we go. It's, yeah, it yep. is what it is. I'll but just I say, knew. if you're a new podcaster out there, kids, test, test, and retest before you start rolling. That's all I'll say. Yep. <laughs> and also keep keep anything that's going to be liquid away from your laptop. Yeah. Or yes. computers. Yeah. Keep it Very away. important. Yeah. <laughs> they do not mix. Just. <laughs> Just as FYI, if you're thinking about doing if a anybody, podcast, yeah, if some... anybody needs uh, somebody from experience to tell you, I promise, if you want to like <laughs> give your computer a bath, don't do it. It's not. Yeah. It's it, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's not. It's not. So for the show today, I know we do have Mike on to talk about this. Uh, the Seattle Kraken. We are going to recap the, the Sharks game real quick. Just as yeah. a little precursion, just so that we you know what we're looking into going into the into the Seattle game on Monday night or today. If you're listening to it on, obviously when you're listening to it on Monday. But since we're coming on Sunday, going to do that real quick. And then, of course, talk about, you know, the Kraken. Talk about last season, going into the offseason for them and see, you know, what hopeful expectations you guys have or just like how it's going so far at the beginning of the season and stuff like that. Yeah. And then we're going to, you know, preview the game, certain players to watch out for and all that stuff. And at the very end, as usual, me and Bailey will always do our very amazing and everyone loves this segment, the Forgotten Canes. So, which, which my guy, really forgotten canes, but we, we like to pretend. <laughs> yes, but it's it's a funny name that we like to use. So it's some it's we're excited to do that. I'm excited for my guy. Bailey seems excited for her. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this works out. <laughs> but um, Bailey, were you able to catch any part of the Sharks game? I watched night? every single minute and. Lucky you, I, I had to go to work the next day, so I completely <laughs> missed it. So Honestly, you weren't missing much, and this is somebody as a Canes fan. That was probably the most boring game of hockey that I have watched in a long time. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't help either when the Sharks have like 22 block shots. So it's yep. kind of like, hey, you know, we're not going to let you put the pucks on net very much. So Yeah. Well, I mean, just that. first off, I mean, I, I feel like it was kind of, it, it, it was just an interesting game to begin with because the wrong Svechnikov scored first. Yes, so. uh, yeah, Evgeny Svechnikov <laughs> from the San Jose Sharks scored the first goal of the game, yeah. which, I mean, it is what it is. I do like the fact that the Sharks did do a Mr. Svechnikov post with both Svechs <laughs> together. I, I was love here it. For it. I was here for it. Oh, so yeah. it. The Sharks even liked my tweet, my quote tweet, so it kind of worked Fish out. are friends, not food, Right. But also sea bass over sharks, but we'll get to that a little bit later on. Sharks yes. are going to have to get their wins where they can this year. Let's right, just say that. Yeah. Right? I mean, they, I mean, they are playing. I think they played Chicago last night. So I mean, uh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, going back real quick. Yeah, against Feshikov scored uh, seventeen forty into the first period. It is what it is. The Sharks only had nineteen shots all game. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, 18 to 19 from Antti Ranta is not terrible, but it's kind of like, mm, I don't know. I mean, Antti Ranta did pretty well for the game. He did. Yeah, I mean, still a, yeah, still a .947 save percentage. I mean, yeah. it, it, it was an even strength goal. So, I mean, it's, you can't complain too much. It's it's just, it is what it is when you have like 19 shots and one got it. But it's not like other teams where it's like, oh, here's 18 shots and six went in. Right. <laughs> It's not right. like that, so I mean, yeah. 
So, I mean, and it, like after that, not a lot happened. That was, I mean, each each period had their own goal. So there was at least one exciting moment in all of them. Um, yeah. But like I said, it was just a very like slow paced game. And our friend Spencer, who was at the game, even said he was like, this is why I don't go to the first like 12-ish games of the season is because this is where the guys are going to be feeling themselves out, yeah. uh, working on their chemistry, kind of figuring out how they're going to play with each other. And this is exactly, I think, what that game was, was just kind of trial and error. Um, yeah. Just kind of like they're not going to play at their exact speed because, I mean, as Mike probably knows, I mean, it's the Sharks. I, they're not a team that you want to no offense to any sharks fans but they're not a team you want to waste all of your energy on you know yeah i mean 35 shots on goal for the hurricanes i mean both teams combined went 0 for 8 on the power play yeah 53 percent of the faceoffs for the hurricanes Uh, so real quick martin nietzsche who's absolutely on fire right now got his second goal of the season after i would say a phenomenal job by andre svechnikov the oh yeah, Svech, the good Svech this time. Yeah, the other Svechnikov got his point. So <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, great effort, great stick lift, steal the puck, go in the zone, did a nice little pass to Marty, mm-hmm. and then he just did a nice little you know backhand forehand, slipped it in the five hundred Reimer, yeah, or Kane, uh, and it just kind of worked out to where you know the Hurricanes scored uh, nineteen thirty seven into the second period, it's tied one one, and then as we said earlier, sea bass over sharks. Obviously, game winner, Mr. Sebastian Ajo. He took his sweet time with it, too. Oh, yeah. He, he, <laughs> he knew what he was doing. But, I mean, but honestly, though, a great, you know, skate on the ice. Puck just bounces right off it into the net. Phenomenal mm-hmm. job. Brett Pesci was all over the highlights. Oh, yeah. He, he was all over the place. Yeah. Like, he, he had a shot, great shot attempt, but, you know, a great. He run. had a great game, and he was yeah. probably one of the only players that I will attribute to having a not boring game. Yeah. So. I, but great tribute to Brent Burns though too by the Sharks and he did he did pretty well too so but you know what though Martin Nietzsche's two goals two assists four points to start the season uh, someone did pick him up on the all nerd fantasy hockey league that we're in so he's now <laughs> he got me some points but uh nice. no, he, he did really well Alho did great I mean it's yeah. you know what you take a 2-1 win start off 2-0 on the season can't and the thing, the thing I will say too, so like you said, 35 to 19 shots. James Reimer had the second star of the game. Which, I mean, good for him. That is yeah, I mean, like great on him for stopping 33 of 35 shots. Like he absolutely deserved that second star. And something I want to point out that probably didn't happen in the highlights is there was a situation where battle in front of the puck heading straight for Ronta. Uh, Lawrence, who our sweet baby was traded in the mm-hmm. Brent Burns trade, um, ended up barreling into the net, knocked it off of its posts, and uh, Ronta and a few of the other Canes went to go check on him, make sure he was okay. So it was yeah. a little just kind of, hey, we still think about you kind of moment. It was well, I mean, very yeah. wholesome, very sweet. So <laughs> I thought that was really nice. Hey, once, once you're a hurricane, you're always a hurricane, unless you're Aracala, then we just don't care about you. <laughs> So You're not Eric wrong. Hall. So it's Eric Halla, but you know, but all, like I said, great game. Start mm-hmm. off the season two and zero. Get the road trip on a good start because they're not going to be back until the end of the month because a the state fair is going on right now in Raleigh. So yep. there you go. 
I will well, say that the the two record gives me bragging points against my Avalanche fan boyfriend. So that's that's what I'm <laughs> that's what I'm kind of thinking on right now. Yeah, it's all that matters right now, right? <laughs> but we do have another game coming up tomorrow or today when people are listening to this podcast. Uh, we're going to the Pacific Northwest. Uh, mm-hmm. Luckily, it's not in the Canada side just yet. We are. We'll get there. The, we're in the state side in Seattle, and that's where our great friend Mike comes in mike how are your uh, how are your boys doing so far to start the season up there in the uh a whole two games we're, we're looking two games. <laughs> how are you doing so far well, in two games there mike you know a little bit of a mixed bag right so we started in so we're three games in now because last oh, night we had the home opener um started in anaheim and they basically blew a lead kind of gave the game away mm-hmm. a lot of what we saw last year happened in that first game and we're trying to forget about last year obviously a lot of growing <laughs> pains and struggles right, yeah. absolutely uh and then you know go into la on the back-to-back next night martin jones gets in there uh to try to relieve grubauer and they played a lot better right so they they capture that win uh and then we come home last night and just completely fall flat on our face in the home opener just didn't look good at all 12 seconds into the game yielded a goal and it just got worse from there they finished a little bit better towards the end of the game but in general the the mood was down in seattle the the crowd was also watching the mariners at the same time who Uh, oh my gosh in that marathon oh my Uh, 18 innings like 18 innings yeah (laughs) oh my god get a game get a game free but i mean you know what the guy gave it to seattle Gotta give it to the Mariners up for how much they worked into it. It sucks that they could knock out the Astros, but I mean, it is what. But hey, a lot of problems for that team. Uh, hard, two very hard fought Seattle teams. Yeah, definitely so. good things going forward for the Mariners, I think. But uh, in general, Kraken definitely a mixed bag so far, and some questions already uh, because Jones went in that home opener, which surprised a lot of people. Yeah. And also, you know, we can get into that, but that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah, for sure. So before we get into this season, you know, we kind of know where you're at right now, but like, let's rewind it back. Yeah. You know, your guys' inaugural season was last year. You know, we have to admit when the logo first dropped, very amazing. Oh, so great. Pretty the, cool. The, yeah. the, I have the, to ask too, before, before we kind of get into that, your new mascot too. Oh gosh. They're very interesting. <laughs> we love Bowie. Okay. We are... Uh, <laughs> We're talking, yeah. If we're talking about ever, the logos, we we got to talk about Bowie. Have you ever seen Seinfeld or watched the show Seinfeld when that yeah. one baby is born? And I think the best way it's described is breathtaking. By uh, I think it's George or Kramer, or no, it was Jerry actually. He's like, yeah, breathtaking, and it was just like the most polite way you could you could say it. And uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Bowie yeah. is breathtaking, and we, and we love Bowie, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> lot of a opinion cho- on how he looks <laughs> yeah definitely a definitely a choice that's for sure i mean you would think of like maybe an actual kraken or you know <laughs> sasquatch or so, yeah, yeah something. Or, so, or something to do with like pirates yeah like you would think i mean it's the the troll it was definitely a it, it's interesting to say at least but i mean it doesn't it have some sort of connection to seattle though Right. So there's uh, in in Seattle, there's a neighborhood called Fremont and there's a bridge there. And underneath the bridge is like a, um, you know, it's an artistic, uh, it's a colossal statue form of media. And it's it's in the shape of a troll. 
And so the oh. the arc there is that that is supposedly Bowie's uncle. Um, yeah. Okay. Interesting yeah. arc and a little quirky. That's very Seattle esque, right? But mm -hmm. yeah, we. It seems like the kids are liking Bowie. Let's just say that. So that's good. <laughs> I, would, I would think with the fish market you guys have too, maybe like a, you know, like a salmon or something like yeah. that. You would, you would think you know, being the fishing area of you know the Northwest, but you know what. It is what it is. It's all about the on-ice product, not the mascot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I figure they pay people lots of money to figure this stuff out. So what do I know? But uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we love Bowie. The, yeah. We do have the fish thing whenever Seattle wins, which wasn't a lot last year. But uh, we have the, the plushy uh, salmon that they will throw into the crowd. We eat the fish after a win. So that's kind <laughs> that, of our that's, thing. It's actually going. pretty cool. I, I, do, I, I, do, I do like this, this the plushy fish. That is actually that is fantastic. Idea. But anyway, sorry, Zach. I, I just I oh, had no. to get throw that in there. I thought that oh, was no, great. I was. I'd be kind of cool. If the Hurricanes did something with like a like plush Stormies or something like that. Just be like yeah, kind of cool. But but so because like I said, so you got the logo drops. The jerseys, absolutely amazing. So great. The home yeah. one, the the white ones are super clean. I do like the home ones. The white ones, really nice. You know, then you guys had you know you had the expansion draft. You know, fantastic location. I mean, you, you couldn't be where you guys did the expansion draft. So, like, what was, like, the thoughts? What was, like, the feelings going into your guys' first NHL season with everything that was going on, the jerseys, you know, the logo drops, you got the expansion draft. The roster was surprising to a lot of people because of all the names that were actually available. Right. Like, what, what was that whole first process, like, the first few months, like, before we even got to, like, free agency and actual training camp and stuff? Yeah, I'll just kind of off the top of my head here, just – the the excitement obviously is the first word that comes to mind everyone was just thrilled to have a team in the first place and then you know to kind of put that extra cherry on top with the logo reveal and the uniforms looking top notch everyone was definitely on board there was a lot of opinions as well uh, in that area for what the team name should be uh you know i i could go through all that but yeah. i think they did a really good job settling on the kraken and just everything that they went with brand wise uh, they did their homework, and I think it has been very effective. Talking a little more into kind of the expansion draft, the on-ice product, obviously last year it was a little bit rough at times. I think, uh, I think, but people are starting to realize that Ron Francis's plan wasn't exactly a um, uh, burn down the the, uh, the the market in the first season like the Vegas yeah. Golden Knights did, right? Yeah. So it's, yeah. It's hard to follow that up, but kind of being, you know, the following act to that and just huge expectations mm -hmm. and pretty unrealistic expectations if you look at the history of expansion and, and how yeah. it normally goes. But right. uh, I, I think, honestly, for me, I am kind of a slow, sustainable burn type uh, that I like to see the roster, you know, add pieces here, add pieces there, mm -hmm. you know, put, put your uh, chips on the table for where you want to emphasize growth and development and then you know kind of shore up things along the way and i think that's his plan and I mean, he's been pretty pretty consistent with it so far and we can get a little deeper into that but that's just kind of the quick overall feelings it, i think the community did fall in love with the kraken last year which is very important uh they they improved kind of the entertainment factor inside the arena which was brand new by the way and yeah that arena that. is gorgeous yeah just you know, launching something and being under a pretty tight timeline and how they got it going down to the last day, right? They, yeah. they were still tweaking things down to the last minute before puck drop. And even after that, they had to do some stuff inside the arena. 
Uh, but yeah, it was it was a whirlwind. Everybody was excited. Obviously disappointed with the way the year went, but but yeah. here we are, year two. I, yeah, for, I oh. will say too, and this is something my dad and I talk about all the time, especially after Vegas and when Seattle, like the name had just dropped, whatever. Like it was a few days, I think, after uh, Ron had run the expansion draft and everything, and he was like, with this team. No, and to put it bluntly, the team is supposed to suck for a bit. Like, I yeah. feel like that's like a rite of, or at least it should be a rite of passage for expansion teams to kind of have to go through that like gritty period that almost every other team in the NHL has gone through. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Like they're supposed to kind of have that, like you kind of suck, but you build and build and build and rebuild and things like that. And that's how you build a great team. And I think Ron is going to be really good at that. And I think he approached that draft exactly how Vegas should have. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because look where Vegas is at now. Like they came, they, right. they gave Patch right away for free and Cogger yeah. for free. And it's just, <sighs> yep. They're in, and then the fact that like their goaltend situation is kind of not the greatest too. So it's like Vegas definitely, uh, they finally got some uh, much needed like, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Humbled experience. Like, okay. Yes. Like, like, you had a hot start, but it's not time for you to get a little bit humble and experience some, like, mm -hmm. tough, tough pains for a little while. Especially, you know, the fact that, like you said, they came out hot in the expansion draft. But now they're yeah. kind of like struggling now to where like Seattle kind of did what normal expansion teams do. They kind of built through the right. young core, stuff like that instead of in actually, you know, kind of not suck completely. Not like a California Golden Seals team and all that, but you kind of have a <laughs> slow build. So it's definitely something to keep an eye on because it's it's because for like for the Hurricanes, we just got we got relocated. We didn't get we didn't become a team like yep. you know, with Vegas and Seattle, you know, Columbus back in 2000 and Nashville where you just get teams that are just popping up. Yeah. Not, oh, here is your team coming from somewhere else. Let's, mm -hmm. you know, how like going through that whole different type of process from too. scratch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Trying to find a coach, trying to find captains, and, you know, trying to get a culture set in Seattle with you know, your first team, your first captain, all that stuff. So there was a question you asked us on your podcast. And I want to ask you this real quick. Yeah. What is your go to option at the arena? up there in Seattle like like do you eat at the game beforehand or is it kind of like a mixed bag depending on on the day like what's the spot at the arena for you at climate pledge along with or near. before game stuff yeah so we we kind of have a tradition that started here and you know you can ride the monorail in on transit there and things start off at the armory which is just outside the arena so that's fun you can get some there's a whole variety of things to pick from there. We'll usually grab a couple of drinks and maybe tacos or something like that. But kind of okay. my go-to, and I've started this tradition, I try to post at the beginning of the game, uh, you know, like I'm in position for the game. 
I go to the uh, it's the the Shaq's Big Chicken or Big Chicken Shack. You know, Shaquille O'Neal launched that line. Uh, oh. So we we have that in arena. He's all over the place in the country in different okay. sports venues. But okay. it's a pretty good chicken sandwich, and it's kind of become my go-to. Oh. And yeah, hmm. so that's that's kind of my routine: get the chicken sandwich, grab a beer, get in position for the game. That's awesome. <laughs> that, that, that yeah. Sounds sounds very familiar for us down here in Carolina. We got PDQs at the arena at PNC. Right. You guys got chicken up there. It's it's I see uh, I see a thread here. There's, <laughs> right. there's a lot of common. Uh, food choices yeah for sure but i mean but like just like talk about climate pledge real quick like that like i know they had to redo the arena as well like all this other yeah. stuff like what and of course like you said the the in-game pre-game like festivities and the light shows and all that like what's it like just being at that arena because i've never been there before like what's the experience like going into climate pledge so in general pretty remarkable place i date back a little ways not to age myself too much but you know, I, I was in Key Arena during the Sonics and Squatch days and right. now coming out the other side through COVID, I might add, kind of some remarkable circumstances that they went through during the build and getting things ready uh, for the team leading into the season there. But it's it's remarkable because it's just having the memory from when I was younger being there versus what it has turned into now, uh, completely different experience. And But they did also a really good job of kind of taking some of the elements that were there already. The, obviously, they left the roof, which is a historic uh, landmark. Oh yeah. Uh, they they brought the glass. They took the glass out and then brought it back in. So there's a whole terrace that has glass across. It's really beautiful, uh, and they've kind of leveraged that side of the arena to be part of the the uh, the pregame intro and things like that with some curtains that close and just in general, pretty pretty spotless and uh, well done arena. Lots of little perks here and there, little places to discover. It is, you know, still a pretty uh, quaint or, you know, it's a smaller venue. It's not like your um, Toronto or uh, yeah. some of those are quite a bit bigger, I think, capacity wise. But yeah. uh, the vibe is cool because there's there's a lot of different uh, levels and and places to go and things to see in there. And the, the food vendors, uh, most of them are powered by like Amazon technology. Right. So you mm -hmm. basically walk in. You scan your card on the way in and you grab your beer or your chicken sandwich or whatever it might be. And you walk right out. So there's literally no lines. You're just wow. in out. And it's fantastic on that side of things. The The lines for the bathroom maybe aren't getting the best reviews, but that's any arena I would think. But the, yeah, you, yeah, you would yeah. think. I, so, I, mm -hmm. sounds, sounds like a road trip needs to happen here, Bailey. We need to I go know. to Seattle and try, <laughs> try to catch Kane's Kane's Kraken next year for a, a road yeah. trip game. No, see, Seattle has been on my bucket list of places to visit in the United States for forever, even before the Kraken were there. So this is I, the I, just carry on the top kind of situation for me. Yeah, I have been like I say, I have been to Seattle, but mainly for work. So it was never stay for mm -hmm. a while. It was like it was in and out because I used to be an over the yeah. road driver. So it was like you go in. Drop whatever you need to go pick up and get out. So I've been I've been to Seattle, just not long enough to like enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So I mean, but that definitely also on top of the bucket list as well. So you know, so the Kraken last year, you know, normal like a normal you know expansion team. You won some games, lost some games. It is what it is. You go from there. Like, what was like the thought process? You know, going into the offseason, like what were kind of like the holes you guys needed to like kind of address? You know, what like style needed to happen for the Kraken going into the offseason? 
Well, where do we begin, right? Lots <laughs> of uh, how, how long do you have? <laughs> <laughs> um, so one thing I'll kind of quickly say is Ron Francis generally holds his cl- his cards pretty close mm-hmm. to his, oh, his oh, vest, his chest. Oh, we, we, know, we know that. As a former GM for the Hurricanes, we all know about the Ronnie Francis mm-hmm. experience as a GM. It's uh, quite something. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of I kind of appreciate that because then you know nothing is getting leaked out or those types of things. But uh, I think going into the off season, the general take from most of the podcasters and and a lot of the media out here, at least, it seemed like obviously we need to fix the defense and maybe the goaltending's having issues because of that. And so I think we just fully expected maybe a, some sort of shuffling on the defensive side of things. But I don't think there was a whole lot of flexibility in getting that done and then it kind of became more apparent that ron was going to target some more offensive type players which Mm -hmm. that's what he ended up doing so i think i think that's where he's played his cards a little bit he's gone a little bit more in he took um advantage a little bit of the situation there bringing uh bjorkstrand over in that trade kind of like you guys are talking about with the the patch uh, transaction in Carolina. Burakovsky comes over yeah. in free agency. A great, uh, great addition right? for Burakovsky. Like we, yeah. we yeah. surmised the potential. Like in another alternate universe where Burakovsky plays for Carolina. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm glad to see him in Seattle. It's it's added just right away. You can see the di- the difference offensively with these guys being injected into the lineup, and the depth now has has become apparent at least in the forward ranks, right? And I'm excited, right? We got Shane Wright, who has not really made an impact in the regular season yet, but Matty Beneers obviously stepping up. Oh He's gosh. like scoring a point per game type of rate right now, which is insane. <laughs> We're wondering, like, is he actually a rookie or it, it, where it's, is it's he cra- from? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You got Matty Beneers last year and you go and get Shane Wright this year. I'm like, how did the Kraken get two studs? Back mm-hmm. to back years in the draft, like what is happening? Thing right is, now? Shane Wright's got a lot of attitude too. I oh, love he's a, that oh, kid. Yeah, yeah he's a <laughs> right? little chip he, on the shoulder. He's got, oh, yeah. he, he's got some franchise names written down and got some dates circled on the calendar <laughs> for uh, for a little revenge tour. But I mean, yeah, Matt Benares, he went off at Michigan. Like everyone knew this kid was going to be a stud, and it's like, all right, let's see what he does in the pros. And like you said, he's already points per game. It's like. This guy might be a problem for the Pacific Division if he stays hot. And if and Shane Wright gets going, oh my goodness, the young core with this team. Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah, and then you kind of layer on top some of these more established guys. Jared McCann looking good. Oh, yeah. And again, Andre Burakovsky on and on. Jaden Schwartz, can he stay healthy? Jordan Eberly, you know, he's been doing it a long time. A lot yeah. of experience. Yanni Gord. So it's, oh, gosh, again, yeah. the depth is definitely there this year. I think they need to figure out the identity and kind yeah. of put things together a little bit. Uh, but yeah, we're excited. Definitely going to be a lot more goals scored this year. But again, <laughs> the defense still kind of, we're not too sure how that's going to look. And the goaltending, right. a little bit of a question already. Right. Ba- basically be like the, the Florida Panthers of the West Coast. Just outscore everyone, and hopefully you scored enough to win the game, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Justin Schultz was a problem with the Blues in the in the Capitals. And then, like you say, you're adding other guys like Yanni Gord, who's been there and done that with the, with the Bolts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's – Right. You, you've got the pieces there. Like you said, just trying to find the identity. Is your head coach giving you guys the best chances? And then, you know, your defense and goaltending. It's definitely – because when you have Grubauer and Martin Jones in that, it's definitely 
definitely going to be interesting for sure to see how your how your defense plays. But I mean, all you got it's like what just basically it can get better from here on out, right? It's just keep yeah. Going There's only the only the way to go is up. Exactly. Right. Started right. for the bottom, and now we're here. So I mean, <laughs> and and you know, while we're kind of down here at the bottom, keep scooping up those draft picks. I love it. Keep oh, building yeah. for the future. <laughs> yeah. Hey, pay, and Ron, picks, Ron picks Francis, picks. that is something he is really good at working to his advantage. Is those draft picks? So. I mean, the Hurricanes had a lot of picks, and that's why we got all of our young guys. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Hoard those draft picks, as you never know. Right. You might find some guy. You might find some gems in the fifth round. Uh, Jacob Slavin. Uh, you know, <laughs> get guys in the second round, Sebastian Aho, and then you know yep. you might you might get yourself a Svechnikov, and uh, you know you trade later on down the road and get a cock in the Emmy. So I mean, all yeah. good there. But so for the Kraken this year, so the Hurricanes play the Kraken tomorrow or today when people are listening. Right. Um, we talked about on your show that they split last year. What it, what are you kind of hoping for going into a game against a Carolina team that? In the offseason, did get also revamped as well. The addition of Burns, unfortunately, Patrick Reddy's out. They also got Coglin, they got Kasha, they got Paul Stastny. Like, what are you kind of going into? What's the mindset going into a game against Carolina where they're at right now at, compared to what they were at last season when they played you guys? Right. So I, th- I think, first of all, the expectations are still, you know, not too crazy out here at least. I think people are excited and they would love to see Seattle make the playoffs. But coming in, I think we realize that there's still going to be this time frame where the team has to gel and come together and continue to establish their identity. It's a pretty tough schedule here right out of the gate. You know, you go out on the road two games. You've got Vegas last night, and they handed it to us pretty good. Carolina, St. Louis, Colorado on the road after that. So Seattle's got to get dialed in pretty quick, and we've already had – a couple of kind of head scratching things happen. Like I alluded to uh, Hackstall went with Martin Jones in the home opener last night, and that was coming off of rest. So that surprised a lot of people that Grubauer didn't get the start. And the other question kind of being, well, uh, Shane Wright was in the first game. He got, I think six minutes of ice time, and then they did a healthy scratch Mm -hmm. the next night. And I think a lot of people were really hoping to see him in the home opener as well. Again, healthy scratch. So the way I see it, you know, they've got a plan and we keep hearing this. They do have a plan. Ron was very out there saying, you know, Shane was going to stay with the team throughout the season. But there's already kind of some rumblings about maybe they're going to consider sending him back uh, to the OHL for the year, which he would have to stay there or maybe even negotiate rights somewhere else. I don't know how all that works, but I I don't know. I know what I know what the transfer rules with the CHL and all that if they send him down he has to go back to uh junior just because of age and transfer yep. stuff because like when we had when we had jarvis when mm-hmm. they weren't doing their thing in the ohl he went to he went to chicago once the ohl season restarted he had to go back to junior just because yeah. of, yep. of, the, of the transfer rules so yeah if they're talking about possibly him going back down and going back to junior that's where he'd be going uh so you're you would basically be sending him back yeah, yep. to play junior hockey and stuff like it, yeah, it's it's weird. Like you draft him where you're at, you think he's like the guy that it's like, oh, he's ready to play now. It's almost like a Juraj Slavkovsky situation in Montreal, where like they're looking at this guy who's was not project projected to go first overall, but it, like they're yeah. they're acting like he's this God saving grace type situation. When in reality, I mean. 
honestly good on Seattle for their potentially being rumblings of sending him down because that's the biggest issue I have with rushing players. I know that sometimes they're top five draft picks, but they're still kids who have a lot of room to grow when it comes to building their game. To, to be fair, a lot of that is coming out of... Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's like a little thing. My bad. <laughs> None of that has been hinted at from the organization, and, and that's why oh, okay. I'm skeptical that right. that's what's going to happen still. I think they kind of just are treating the first couple of weeks here maybe dress rehearsals, right? Okay. Yeah. Here's what a road yeah. trip is like. Um, you know, here's you're going to stay in a hotel, and you're going to, okay, we're going to do a morning skate, and then, okay, here's a home opener. You're not going to play in this one, but this is what it looks like, right? And perfect opportunity, maybe tomorrow, and we'll have to keep an eye on Twitter and see what happens. But if if I'm Hackstall, I'm getting Gru back in net tomorrow, and I'm putting Shane right in there Monday night. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not. It's not the big glitz and glamour home opener. Uh, He's kind of now absorbed and and seeing what happens a little bit of the routine. Put him in there, almost like an understudy type situation. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, that's just kind of how I see it. And and what I was alluding to was more just a lot of the churn on Twitter and uh, okay. the chat and okay, stuff like okay, that. People okay. are already like, well, maybe they're going to send them down and maybe they're, you know, negotiating rights here and there. And that's all definitely a possibility. But I still think I'm going back to when Ron kind of commented on this, that, uh, you know, they have a plan and oops, Hackstall has kind of echoed, echoed that as well, that they have a plan. And, and Ron said, you know, we're, we're, we're fully expecting him to be here with us for the season. So until I hear otherwise, that's kind of where I'm at on it. And Ron, we trust. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. D- depends on who you're asking and what franchise right, it is. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In Ron Seattle, ha- he hasn't done anything wrong yet, though. So Yeah, not yet. <laughs> yeah, Ron Hextall was definitely an interesting choice for head mm-hmm. coach. And it was like with a group of young guys, you don't think of Ron Hextall as like, you don't think of Hextall as your coach with a bunch of young guys so that was that was definitely a choice to like what like what are the feelings like with him as head coach like people okay with it is it kind of like a mixed bag like (laughs) what's that situation like yeah this is a definitely a hot topic i was actually gonna do a video uh you know like hot seat type of video just it's too early obviously for that right uh, but it would it even came up last year, Dave Hackstall under the microscope because they had a bad year. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's not it's really one year. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's a, a, a roster that still hasn't been fully formed, and you just gotta give it a chance. But I think some of the more mainstays, people that know hockey real well, they go back to you know, structurally, systematically, what is Hackstall doing? And is that gonna fit with this kind of younger wave? of players and the talent that they're trying to bring in. So I think that we're going to have to see Dave Hackstall evolve as a coach alongside of these young guys like Matty Beniers, Shane Wright, uh, and his ability to blend the veterans and kind of put in those systems in year one. It didn't go real great, but they also didn't have a whole lot of like training camp time and practice time going into the season. So I think he had to start with a real simple approach and I'm hoping to see some more layering and some additional, uh, just some dish, additional looks and schemes this year. The power play was pretty terrible last year, and you know, hopefully, we can relate offense... to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully it'll be better this year. But I think if if you're going to be making these kind of uh, eye popping roster decisions, but then on top of that, you've got poor special teams. That's what's going to get you on the hot seat quick. And until 
you know, things solidify a little bit here into the regular season, we'll see. Because I think the power play is going to be better, but I'm not sure about the roster decisions just yet. Got to see. So that kind of gets me into a question then, too. What needs to happen this season to build this team that all of you guys in Seattle are hoping to see? Right. So like, what is success this year for Seattle? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you on this and I've tried to pin it down myself because, you know, I talk with, that's the great thing about doing these podcasts and, and reaching out, talking with you guys, you kind of try to get a vibe of where everybody's at, what their expectations are. And I feel like a lot of the, you know, the more popular uh, media outlets are trying to temper expectations a little bit, which is fully warranted. I'm, I feel the same way about it. I think it would be uh, you know, extra gravy on top of the poutine. If they make a playoff spot this <laughs> right, year, yeah. uh, a wild card, just be there contending, make some noise in the spring, but I don't expect them to make the playoffs. I, I hope most people don't uh, just going through what the Mariners went through, right. They kind of built this thing over the last few years and, and finally had some success with ultimately hitting a wall there in 18 innings. But uh, I'm not bitter at all. And <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, it's, it's like, it's like we all don't like the Astros or something. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah. No problem. No, they're, no, they're great. No. Love the Astros. So yeah, for, just yeah. for, for me, <laughs> I would just like to see them compete, be right there in the conversation for the wild card. Uh, and you know, put some more wins together. I want to see 15 to 20 wins at some point. I don't know if this is the year where you stack that on. Maybe they'll get 12 to 15. It's going to be tough. The Pacific division, the talent has changed quite a bit, so maybe we have more of a shot. We'll see what happens there, but that's kind of where I'm at with them. Yeah, it's definitely the Pacific division in terms of the fact that, you know, Vegas kind of had a, had a dip. Calgary just <laughs> getting Huberdo and Uyghur and all those guys. Kadri, that, yeah. That's yeah. going to be a fascinating team to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Edmonton, we're not here for Edmonton, it's just – <laughs> we hope we hope Edmonton has no shot for the Stanley Cup. Mike can't think. stop a beach ball, Smith. You mean? <laughs> oh, I was talking. I was talking about. Uh, well, now you some... got Jack Campbell out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I was talking about some. Uh, I'm not talking. There's a there's a Kane out there, and I'm not talking about Patrick. Oh, so, yeah. So ho- yeah. So hopefully, Lord Voldemort. Yes. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, that, yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. Name. That's great. But, I mean, I think the, the Kings. I think the Kings took a step. They, they look like they're poised to do some. Even the Ducks. If everyone stays healthy and plays their game, the Ducks can maybe make some noise too. Yeah. Shark. The Sharks. Nah. Nah. It's just. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. It is what it is. I mean, I think I had the crack in. I think I have them predicted finishing fifth in the division. 
which is still pretty solid, all things considered, with the, how everyone else is in that group. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, the Cracker is still someone to watch out for. So for those who, for people who don't really know, I got so we talk about some guys on this roster, but like, what are the guys that Hurricanes fans should be looking for in our game against you guys uh, on Monday night or tonight? Yeah, maybe I'll I'll go into some just under the radar types. I, for me personally, I've been really enjoying watching Will Borgen, his game this year. Pretty physical guy and yeah. he's kind of stepped up younger guy. So keep an eye on him. Uh, always Yanni Gord is fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, always. Name oh, gosh. There. There's P- been- I, I, I have some PTSDs from Yanni Gord <laughs> <laughs> giving, giving us issues. So, yeah. The crowd loves him. Um, we were all kind of hoping they would announce uh, him as captain, but they're going to hold off on that, which, um, you know, maybe that means a younger guy at some point, but he's a leader. And I just love it when he gets into a scrap and he comes out of it smiling every time, no matter how many times he gets punched or, or delivers punches, et cetera, you know, not to go down the whole realm of fighting and, and all that, but he's oh, just, it, it, a, it, it, yeah. almost, it almost reminds you of like a uh, Darius Kasparitis or Matt Barnaby, where like they're just getting punched, but they're just laughing it off. Or like it's it no just shows deal. the love of the game. I think at that point, yeah. then though too, hey, like they're not, they, they leave it all out on the ice. Ho- mm-hmm. Fight's a part of hockey forever. It is what it is. Just, just yeah. get used to it. It's, <laughs> <laughs> they have they have rules for a reason. They have a code. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's part of the game. I've been pleasantly surprised so far. The name came up a little bit here. Justin Schultz came yeah. over this summer, and he's quarterbacking uh, first power play unit. So great distributor of the puck, and the way that they set up, you know, they're, they're trying to move it over there to Matty B on the on the sideboards. A lot of one timers. Um, we've already talked about maybe worrying. Uh, is that is that going to get predictable? But you know, maybe they kind of have like an Alex Ovechkin type of deal that goes on there. I don't know because he seemed to be able to c- continue putting the puck in from that same spot for the last I mean, hundred years. So yeah, I mean, we're kind of having that with uh, Carolina and Svechnikov. He's mm-hmm. kind of somewhat developing a nice little slapper on that. It's side. It's the too, Russian so. gas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and somehow may have been ears come up. Probably stole stole something of that from someone somewhere down the line. So I mean. <laughs> Yeah, as long as you're getting shots on goal, that's really it's just a percentages game. You know, you want high danger chances, but the more pucks you can get on the net, the better. And I think, you know, uh, but yeah, that's just a couple names that that stick out to me, maybe under the radar type. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, as they say, put pucks on net, good things happen. So, I mean, that's true. It's all about the puck. It's all about puck luck. No, right. I will say too, and a name that a lot of Arcane's fans will probably recognize too Morgan Geeky. Right, uh, yeah. who's Geeks. been? I don't know. I feel like he had a decent season in Seattle last season. What is, what is he kind of looking like right now? So, he, with Morgan Geeky, obviously we got the Geek Squad connection here. Uh, <laughs> I love the name, the Geek Squad. Oh, it's yeah. great. But, yeah. Hand out Pizza the Hut. Yeah, no, he, it, brings, uh, it brings great things to the organization. Oh, it's oh, great. Man. Anyway, <laughs> put, 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 the, put the put the Geek Squad on a T-shirt with his face oh, on it. Yes, yeah, all here for it. All here. I for think it. a couple of the groups did that. So full marks to them. Uh, by the fantastic. way, pretty amazing coverage already here in Seattle. All sorts of great podcasts and and shows and such. So oh, check them out if you haven't. I don't. You know, I don't need to cross promote too much. But no, go uh, for awesome it, guys. All of them no, really cool guys. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the one. That's the one thing you're gonna about hockey is that if you get the right hockey nerds <laughs> on a team mm-hmm. and they cover them, like you can get some really amazing coverage. 
yeah. which is so great. Like with you and you said all the other guys you got over there in Seattle, like there are so many great names that I kind of think are under the radar in terms of coverage. Like, yeah, we all got the big, you know, everyone's got the original six teams and all their bajillion podcasts. But I yeah. think like even some of the newer teams are like, you know, like Carolina or let's say you know, like Nashville or, or Minnesota, like you find the right group of people to cover the team. There's a lot of underlying co- uh, content creators oh, that yeah. who definitely would say, I would say you give them a look and just watch them because no matter who you are in terms of like how much you've watched hockey mm-hmm. or like what your knowledge is, if you're, if you're having fun doing it and showing that you care about it and do some good coverage, it goes a long way in terms of, building this hockey community so now all here yeah. for it can't go wrong and, with it and just like being able to learn i mean i've been watching hockey entire life but still being able to learn from just hearing other people's perspectives the different takes and, and just kind of the way they're seeing the game uh it's great a lot of analytical expertise in this area and that's it's you don't yeah. get that in every market so we're, we're pretty yeah. lucky out here so far yeah for sure so from an outsider's perspective we got the big name. Like I said, we talked about Burns. We talked about all these other guys. For you, as a as a Kraken fan, when you look at the Carolina Hurricanes, what are some guys that maybe Kraken fans should keep an eye on? That the, that's like you said, your underlying factors for the Kraken. Who would you say that would kind of be for the Hurricanes from an outsider's perspective? Because I'm always curious about this when we're talking to other uh, teams fans. Yeah, so Shvechnikov, obviously, right at the top of that list for me. Uh, I. Just personally, I grew up watching the Sharks, so I'm really excited to see Brent Burns come through, even though it's going to be in a new sweater. It'll yeah. be a little bit of a, a different take for me seeing that. Uh, we're big fans here in this fam here. But, um, yeah, those kind of right off the top of my head, those are, those are t- the two big names. I do want to keep a close eye on your goaltending too because, to me, that's kind of been the story, a lot of your success. And I kind of want to s- compare and contrast to what I'm seeing on uh you know who's backstopping our net that night so really those are kind of the three areas Fetchnikov, love watching him brent burns kind of taking that in with the different context and then just kind of comparing your guys's goaltending to ours as yeah. we go through the night i will i will to- say if you guys have groovy and that's gonna scare me just a little bit because <laughs> there's the legacy i just i remember i mean the legacy of how great he was in colorado um, yeah. And bringing that to Seattle, um, I thought it was really, really cool. Um, but it, it'll be, I, I, I don't know, the goaltending matchups, it'll be really, really fun to watch, kind of see what happens. And I mean, yeah. I have some I have some names that I think the Kraken's fans should watch. But Bailey, what did you see would be like the two, like two, maybe three guys that maybe Kraken's fans should keep an eye on that, that they don't know about quite yet? That, that they don't noise. know about, or just or just some guys in general you think can make some noise and maybe you know outside of like Aho and Svechikov and Burns and Slavin, like who would you think is kind of like a oh this guy could be a problem? Um, I'm gonna give one guy that's that was really not understated last season and one that kind of was uh, Jarvis and Kakaniemi. Um, those go. are going to be my two guys because uh, KK's use surge trackers kind of know we've kind of given that entire second line the name of the confidence line just because uh, with this new contract and KK moving up to that 2C spot, 
Um, we're expecting a lot more out of him, especially when you pair him with guys like Svechnikov and Natchez, who is also having a little bit of a confidence problem um, and being able to kind of bring that whole. I mean, it's three guys who had somewhat of an under, underwhelming season last season and absolutely showing off this season. So, I mean, if I'm allowed to say that entire line, I mean, I would. But KK, I think, is going to be the big guy to watch. Um, big playmaker. Uh, has a heck of a snipe if he feels confident enough to take it. Um, and then Jarvis, who is predicted to be a huge breakout player this season. Um, sitting, I mean, he's for the most part pretty consistently going to stay on that top line um, when paired with, I mean, he's somewhat of an honorary fin at this point, kind of spending <laughs> as much time as he does with Aho and KK and then sitting on a line on the other side, turbo it's it, like, he's going to get a lot of really, really good opportunities. And he's a young guy. He's got a lot of energy. And I think that's going to really play an important role, not just in this upcoming game, but in games upcoming in the future too. Like he's going to make a huge splash in the league this year. Yeah, for sure. And I'll, I have two guys myself, and you mentioned one of them, but wasn't one of your choices. Uh, Martin Nietzsche. Okay. Or Marty Nietzsche, as we call him in Carolina, or Sugar Boo, uh, if you're willing to get <laughs> fancy with it. I, Josh is out Love there so, somewhere just <laughs> loving it. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you said, who's your turbo team? again? Uh, Tevo Teravainen. Teravainen, he, right. Okay. The, Sorry. That was the, the actual turbo. The, Sorry. Actual, <laughs> Sorry to... We have a very beloved turbo over here as well. No, so that's I'm fair. Sure you're well aware. <laughs> I, I, I will control myself and not get ranty because <laughs> I have some thoughts on that. But The original turbo is yeah, up okay. for debate, it sounds like. so. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. He's in Carolina. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Um, all right. I well, think Mike might beg to differ, Zach. <laughs> I you mean, what, you know we just got him through the expansion draft, so I I can't really I, – I can't find we, it. I don't had, know where the we, name came We've from. had him for a while, and we traded for him from the from the Blackhawks. So we, we've had him for a good little while now. But like I said, Mike's a, Mike's <laughs> yeah. a friend of the sh- Mike is a friend of the show. I will be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of um, regretting not bringing up uh, Kotka Niemi. It's a tough one to say. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we talked about this, you know, earlier in – in my episode, but yeah, definitely I'm going to have my eyes on him as well. Kind of seeing how he's doing in, on the second line there as yeah. center, but yeah, just want to throw that in. Yeah. Cockney is definitely going to be uh, an issue for sure. But Martin Nietzsche is like, yeah, it was an underwhelming year last year. I mean, cause he did bounce around the lineup a lot. You know, he had some, you know, chemistry issues with some guys. And then, but we saw from like the 2020, 21 season, he scored 41 points in 53 games in that shortened season. You know, he can put some points up on the board. I think giving him a contract extension like they did, because like, Bailey, you know this. I've been saying this on this podcast for I don't know how many episodes now. The guy is like 23. Let's not give him on him so early. Give him a two, three year deal. Let's see what happens. And he's obviously on a hot start. I don't know if he's going to sustain it, but if he puts up 20 goals this year and gives us like 50 to, 50 to 60 points, I'm all here for it. Yeah. And that would be absolutely fantastic. And I think he could possibly do it. Like we said, four points already this year, two goals, two assists in two games. I mean, you can't say anything more about how amazing. I said, I was there for the home opener when he got three of his points, which was absolutely fantastic. Our home home opener was fun. Sorry, (laughs) Mike, not so much for you guys, but our home opener was absolutely fantastic. It wasn't boring like it was against the Sharks. Um, so I definitely say Martin Nietzsche is going to be a problem. The double Ocho, as we call him, 
definitely mm-hmm. someone you need to keep an eye on. Plus, the 88 just looks amazing on the jersey, especially the new 25th oh, yeah. anniversary mm-hmm. editions. The italic 88 is so great. And then I would have to say a guy we talked about on your show that I think will be back in the lineup because I think he kind of got banged up in the Jackets preseason game. And mm-hmm. this dude has got a bomb of a slapper, Dylan Coglin. Yep. He's another one. You like I know the Pacific Division might know him a little bit because of the fact he did play with the Golden Knights, but I think he's an he's another guy to keep an eye on. Like yeah, the power play two quarterback. He can get some passes. He can throw the body, but he can absolutely absolutely just bomb shots. Mm-hmm. I think he's also going to be a problem as well, and that's another guy to keep an eye on. On so like for me, it's Martin Nietzsche's and Dylan Coglin. Definitely two names to look out for, especially when it comes to the Hurricanes. Well, and one one thing to kind of point out too with all these names, right? Like if th- that early season confidence, guys get on a roll, that can go a long ways for guys that are trying to either have bounce back years or just you know kind of a, a development middle year to build on. So yeah, yeah I, I think it's great to hear some of these names and what they're doing early for you guys. Gonna have my notebook out and keep <laughs> track very closely tomorrow. Yeah, well, definitely for sure, and especially for your guys too. Like we said, like you said, Manny Veneers. You know, we got Yanni Gord, you know, Morgan Geeky, like Bailey said. It's definitely a lot of names to keep on. I, I did find an issue when you were talking about your captain earlier, the fact that, like, you guys named Giordano so quick, and then he was right. gone after the first season. I'm like, that's a choice yeah. to pick a captain who was going to be there for maybe a season. Or then yeah. he, he didn't even survive the whole season. Like, you guys traded him. So it's like, I thought it was a weird way of going, like, oh, here's our first captain, but he won't finish the first year. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, it was, what was the, like what was the feeling surrounding that whole situation? I think it was just um, really a sign of respect, right? Because he's right. coming over from Calgary. Uh, this is me just maybe reading into it and speculating, but I, I'm not sure he was right away thrilled to be uh, drafted in the expansion round and have to leave Calgary. And yeah. but I think immediately Ron Francis let him know, like, hey, we we think highly of you. Uh, and like you said, it happened pretty fast. They named him captain. And I, I know there was prom- probably conversations behind the scenes about, obviously you're on an expiring contract. If you want to stay here, uh, great. Uh, otherwise we're going to take care of you and figure things out from there. But I, I think really it was just, you know, you kind of want to put that stamp on it, something official for the fans that, you know, there's no identity. These are all new guys like, kind of looking around. Who's our captain? What does that even mean? Right. Yeah. And, and uh, just going from there. So I think it was important in a, in a newer market like Seattle to have that in place and someone who definitely exudes all those qualities and the tone that you want to be represented by your team. And, and Gio was definitely that the whole year through the ups and downs, which can be very tough uh, <laughs> in a yeah. season where you're losing a lot. But yeah, that's just kind of my thoughts on it. I, I think it was just a pure respect move and, you know, the, the letter on the chest fit the player on the ice, and that was that. Yeah, no, for sure. So I do have one more question for you before we go into some – we're taking something from your show. We're going to do some quick rapid-fire questions. Before yeah. we get to that, though, All right. I, know it's, I know it's a little banner in the background of your screen, so if everyone's watching yeah. the YouTube version, whenever this drops, there is a 32 Kraken banner. Right. I right. have to ask, though, because you guys retire that number pretty fast. <laughs> I know. There, there was there was there were some thoughts on the that number being retired really fast, like but like, I mean obviously you know it's you know you're the thirty second team in the NHL, kind of want to do something cool for the fans, like yeah, 
Like, you know, I was like, I, I want to get your thoughts on that. Just like the whole surrounding that 32 retirement already off the bat. Like that number is done. Yeah. Well, so I think a lot of it might have to do with just the, the fact that the Seahawks and the number 12 are pretty significant here in the right, market. And yeah. that's also a number that a player won't, won't use. So I, I feel like it was more symbolic than anything. And like you said, just kind of, uh, something to, to rally the fans together, that identity and, and maybe, um, you know, just kind of keep that, that, uh, that synergy that's there or for lack of a better word, that the yeah. Seahawks employ with the 12th man factor. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, 32 is a pretty common number, especially for goalies. Yeah. In the right, league. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it, it's kind of cool having it in the rafters and, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, at least you're not Nashville and doing some random banners every year just because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. Western Conference regular season champs. Like that's adorable. I mean, I remember. <laughs> I remember my first beer when we left right. the banner. So I mean, I do have to say another quick, another quick thing. I love that neon sign you got in the back of the Kraken yeah. logo. Oh, it's Pretty awesome. Cool. I need to find one for the hurricane so I can have it in my man cave whenever I move back into the house. I would. I need to find out where I can get some neon hurricanes logos. That Kraken one is absolutely sick, and I and I love the, just how the like the glow from it is popping Thanks, off the walls. I love it. I actually have it so I can I can tell Google to release the Kraken and it turns on, but I didn't <laughs> do that today because my wife completely rolls her that. eyes at me when I do that, so I try not to. Oh, that's so that's so uh, great though. That's adding fantastic. to the corn, corny factor too much, but. You hey, know. And, well, we're all here for the corny factor. It, oh, yeah. Hockey's, hockey's corny sometimes. You're talking corny to here. Mr. Pun King over here. <laughs> so, well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you offline a little bit. Uh, the problem with these is they are really hard to find. And oh, a lot yeah. of times, you know, they're, they're not uh, officially licensed and, and right, such. And I don't yeah. like to promote stuff that is not just because it's. Oh, yeah. No, of course. Bad comment, Honestly, so. yeah. no, I definitely understand. I just say I, I thought it's just absolutely phenomenal. So. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's so cool. Can't yeah, I wish I wish the teams would all make official. I mean, because this isn't oh. super huge either. It's like just the right size. Yeah, yeah for I sure. Like, oh, those would sell out so fast, though, especially you know, people. Yeah. I know I'd get one for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, right. I don't know. Billy, you probably would. I have space on my wall up above yeah. my flag that it would look great on. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So we're definitely pro neon sign fan people. Yeah. Here, so definitely for sure. All right. So a couple quick you know rapid questions okay you, we you made us do it so we're turning mm-hmm. it back it's on only you, fair bro. right we're totally fair. Back on you. put me on the spot i love it halloween costume what are we going with this year oh all right well i do love the ghostbusters okay and okay. i feel like i may have uh enjoyed summer a little too much if you know what i mean so i might be wearing like the marshmallow marshmallow man costume (laughs) i need to hit the uh i need to hit the the treadmill a little bit here in the fall if you know what i'm saying (laughs) of all the good food places you guys have up there yeah i I would have a tough time myself like not you know just being like oh look at all this great seafood or like all this great food let me just you know eat everything so Problem, I mean, that's a big problem or us in the South had. So yeah. or I said had. Still, have. I still have. I'm just not there to experience a, anymore. Still have <laughs> a problem with it. <laughs> the yeah. other thing, too, is we've had a we had a really late start to summer. But since then, it's been remarkable. It's still like 80 degrees outside right oh now. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I think, that must be nice. Yeah, yeah, down here, it's like 100 degrees almost every day. And I'm like, can I just get fall weather, please? That's the one thing I... <laughs> 
being originally from originally from Ohio, I miss regular seasons. Not it's yeah. hot, stays hot. Let's just talk hot. about the fact that the high was fifty four today in Colorado Springs. I so. I'm jealous. <laughs> I am absolutely. It's actually supposed to be in the fifties Tuesday and Wednesday, but I'm kind of jealous that fifty four today is like ninety. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's, it's hockey season. Give me the fall weather. <laughs> Before I let you go, Mike, we appreciate you joining us today and stuff like that. Where can people find you and where can people find your, uh, your show on the socials and all that good stuff? Okay. Well, so if you can't hear me fine, but like, obviously, uh, my, my name here, Sasquatch NHL, that's my handle. Pretty much all of, all of my socials, Twitter, youtube are on that handle so check me out i've got uh, the youtube channel and the podcast rolling um so yeah like and subscribe appreciate it yeah guys definitely have to do that mike does really great stuff you know he probably does some like you know live reactions to like third periods or games in general but definitely have to check out his content really amazing especially for the you know the kraken so you might get the you know some newer faces on a team in, of an expansion and giant like See what it's like watching expansion hockey and stuff and all that good stuff. But Mike does a really great job. So definitely have to go check him out. Mike, thank you so much for you know inviting us onto your show later, earlier today. And, and thank you for joining us today. We had, we had a lot of fun. Thank you so much, man. We really appreciate that. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Yeah, thank you guys. Again, I'm not sure if the audio is coming through, but I do appreciate it. I had a great time today. We'll have to do it again soon okay oh yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Sure, yeah. you're coming in great it's just the delay is <laughs> we can definitely tell us the delay but other than that oh, coming gotcha. in great. yeah coming in great but uh, yeah we'll definitely okay. have to fit we'll definitely have to figure out uh, another time to get you on and uh, do something later on down the road but like i said thank you so much man for joining us today i mean we'll see the kraken one more time so <laughs> <laughs> very true yeah in the meantime you know let's uh let's uh chit chat on twitter i'll i'll give you guys a couple messages in the background when i get that that episode out there hopefully by tomorrow morning so it's right in front of the game but yeah looking forward to it and again appreciate being out here with you guys on on both shows it was a lot of fun today yeah definitely a lot of fun today thanks so much mike we appreciate it all right so when we go before we go into the next part of the show uh we do have to talk about our amazing sponsors and all that good stuff so um which is basically the last last little bit just our forgotten king but before we go into that let's do a quick Send off to our amazing sponsors because we got to show them some love. So after that, we'll be right back with the Forgotten Kings segment of the show. Hey, what's going on, everyone? We'll get back to the reference of the episode after we talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast. First sponsor we're going to talk about is our original OG number one sponsor, and that is Primo X Hockey. If you're looking for any hockey equipment, if you're talking indoor or outdoor, pucks, sticks, tape, apparel, anything like that, Primo X Hockey is the place to go. 
If you go to primalxhockey.com, they have an amazing sort of, of options for stick tapes, stick guards, pucks for indoor and outdoor, laces, all that type of good stuff. Definitely need to check them out. And the good thing, too, is they do ship across the United States for free. Or if you're in the Raleigh area, you can actually pick up at their warehouse, which I've been there before. It's a really great facility. It's really kind of cool how they have that place set up. So I would definitely say if you're in the area, go check them out because why not support local, especially in the Raleigh area with the fact that they're also amazing Kaniacs as well. So if you go to primalxhockey.com and if you use the code SEARCHCAST at checkout, you get 20% off your order and it helps and lets them know that we sent you there and it help us at the podcast as well. So like I said, definitely a great group of guys. Definitely need to go check them out at primalxhockey.com. Use SEARCHCAST for 20% off your order and make sure to go check them out on their socials at Hockey. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. Next up, we have our amazing sponsor in Level Up Snacks, formerly Shocked Hydrate. Uh, amazing, awesome group of people and uh, company over there. Um, if you're looking for some quality snacks and drinks, uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, you can use code uh, SurgeCast for 10% off of your order. Um, amazing sponsor of the podcast. We're super lucky to be working with them. Uh, so definitely go check them out. Uh, you can go check out their socials on Twitter at Level Up Snacks. Like I said, 10% off code SurgeCast. Go check them out. Uh, next up, we have our wonderful sponsors at In The Clutch Apparel. If you are looking for some awesome vintage sports apparel, um, I know they have uh, some Whalers merch on there. If you are fellow Hurricanes fans, you will definitely enjoy uh, products coming from them. Not just vintage sports and hockey, though. They have uh, baseball, football, anything your heart desires. Definitely go check them out. Um, and we also have merch on there as well. Uh, if you're looking for a hoodie for the upcoming fall winter season or just a T-shirt to come and rep the amazing Surge cast, uh, go check them out. You can use code SURGE at checkout for 10% off there as well. And our, lastly, the sponsor is not only of the podcast, but it's more so of Belly Up as a whole, and that is Canada Dips. If you're looking for an everyday way to try to you know wind down from a tough day or just try and get through the days in general, I would definitely say check out Canada Dips. They're a great CBD company um, out of California. The good thing is it's hemp only, no THC, so you can just – Take them whenever you can. They're coming in little pouches, about 10 milligrams, 150 milligrams per can. So you get about 15 pouches of those. They're really great to have. I know for me, it definitely helps with my anxiety. It helps with you know the joint pains and the, like all the you know playing sports and stuff like that. I've used them a lot. I know about a lot of people around Billy Up Sports have used them, and I definitely would recommend these things to anyone. Uh, if you're looking for a way to help you just get through your day and try to wind down and try to get some relaxation and zen into your life. A lot of great flavors. We got the palmy, which is black tea. They got the new ice cream sundae, which is really good. They got mango. They got watermelon and pina colada and a bunch of other different ones. They even got the you know, the normal classics like winter green and stuff like that. So definitely go check them out. If you go to canadipscbd.com and then slash bellyup20, then you'll, that's the link that you can go to and go on the website and order from there as well. Or if not, just go to canadipscbd.com. And at checkout, use Belly Up 20, and you'll get 20% off your order. And it actually helps out the 
global brand of Belly Up Sports. If you go use that discount code of Belly Up 20, I couldn't recommend these guys enough. They're great. They're amazing. So definitely check out Canadips at CanadipsCBD.com or just normalcanadips.com if you're looking for more of something else past just the normal hemp CBD type stuff. But definitely have to go check them out so that we can help us, the podcast, and also belly up as a whole. So without further ado, let's send it back to the rest of the episode. And we are back. And uh, that was a lot of fun having Mike on to talk about the Kraken and stuff like that. Very very weird at the very end of that. It's just like it went technology. We said this technology. Technology. Oh what are we do? What are we doing here? <laughs> we're, we're gonna have a lot of editing to do at some point for the both of us. That's gonna be a whole lot yeah. of fun. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, he had some trouble. We had some trouble. Yeah, no, it but it, it's honestly it's really cool because we have friends from the central. Um, yeah. We have a few friends from the Atlantic, but we don't really know too too many people who have ties to the Pacific. Yeah. So it, it's been really cool to kind of sit and pick his brain and kind of see. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's in, he is a fan of an ex, or expansion team who's still kind of building up to their potential, yeah. which I know is going to be through the roof. But oh, for sure. It's yeah. it, it's really cool to kind of talk with them because I don't I don't get a chance to talk to them all that often. And I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we definitely need to find some. We need to find some more West Coast people. That's for sure mm-hmm. in the Pacific. But so before we. And the whole show, we almost forgot last week. Thankfully, Bailey reminded me because we had a lot of stuff to talk about last show. <laughs> yep. This week, this week we did not forget for episode forty-one. Uh, Bailey, who is your forgotten cane? So, and let me pull up. Uh, I've got to pull up his NHL sheet so I can because I didn't have that pulled up like I normally do. Um, so, my forgotten cane. He was drafted by Chicago, third round, 30th pick, uh, 90th overall. Um, He spent uh, 2015 to 2018 with the Canes. Um, Obviously, I mean, being a Chicago pick, I mean, not obviously, because this doesn't always happen, but uh, we got him from Chicago. And uh, during or after the 2018 season, we did trade him to Boston where he went to Calgary and he, I do not think is currently playing in the league right now. Um, so I'm, I've got to assume that Calgary, yeah, Calgary is where he's ended his seemingly very short career. Um, his best season with the Canes sit at, sits at the first season, the 2015, 2016 season with 10 goals, 14 assists for 24 points overall. Um, actually a really, really decent season too. Cause he had a one plus or like a positive one plus minus. Um, whereas the last two seasons that he spent with Carolina were in the negative 12, negative 11. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hailing from Stockholm, Sweden center, Joachim Nordstrom. Wow. That's definitely a, that's definitely a pick. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about for a second, like I'm like Chicago. Then you said he went to Boston and Calgary. I'm like, well, I thought it was Brian Bickle for a hot second. Then you said Boston. I'm like, no, nope. like nope, that's not him. And I'm like, who is it? Then I'm like, oh, yep, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. is my pick today, number twenty, Joaquin Nordstrom. Okay, that's that's not a bad pick at all. So my guy. Now, then tell that to your initial reaction, sir. <laughs> <laughs> 
was like, no. what? Yeah. I mean, so, it, it, it threw you off guard. It's fine. Anyway, it who? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, not, I'm all here for it. All right. So my guy. So this one's going to be fun. A lot of people, actually, a lot of people like this guy. He's not really forgotten, but like I said, it's just a fancy name we like to use for this segment. Right. So he was drafted second round, 41st overall in the 1993 NHL entry draft. He played for the Ottawa 67s in the OHL, hailing from the Toronto, Ontario. He's played three seasons with the Canes, going back from uh, 2001-2002 to 2003-2004. So he played in 119 games, 139, lost 54, and then his ties and overtime losses is 20 because – he did play in the in an era of the NHL where ties still existed. Um, he had a save percentage of nine twelve with the team and a goals against average of two thirty nine. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner and uh he's everyone's favorite where is he going to report some breaking ah. news mr 80 himself kevin weeks great pick yes oh <laughs> man just see I as knew, soon I knew as that where am i reporting from now came out i was like oh here we go yeah yep. yeah it, it's <laughs> it's kevin weeks or weeksy is like, oh, yeah, dude what oh yeah. great pick i mean I, I, you know, we've been on a run of goalies recently. Trevor Kidd. Oh, I love it. Got Kevin Weeks. I mean, mm-hmm. there's another goalie I do want to bring up. I kind of want to save him a little bit later on. I, I hope I didn't already pick him, but I might have, and I just forgot because we've done a lot of forgotten canes for the start of season two. I, for, I kind of forget who I even pick half the time now. I mean, it's not like I made a spreadsheet for you or anything, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I just if I just had the mental fortitude to think about it first then go on there maybe we will so i'm just flying by the seat of my pants no it's fine yeah no we love it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like it's like yeah like watch me pick one and you're like zach you already picked them it's like well give me a second let me read google <laughs> luckily so far i've been pretty safe in terms yeah. of who i've picked no, but you're I'm, doing I'm, good i'm waiting for the day we finally just get to every player on this roster and I'm like well there's a lot of them. I was I was scrolling through the hockey DB site earlier, and it was just scroll, scroll. Can scroll, you imagine? Like, kind of. Can you imagine we get to the day where we picked every single hurricane? It's not gonna happen. Uh, that would we would be in like what season twenty? Yeah. And at that point, we're just saying, yeah, he didn't have any goals. Maybe had one assist. 
Um, he, he, he played like half a game. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping by that point for 20 seasons into this thing that we're like, this is our like our main gig. We're making yep. money off. This oh yeah. Like, I, I better be having a, like a Kevin Weeks type salary over here. <laughs> like... Hey, we're not the NHL network here. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me like 90,000 a year. I'm fine with that. But yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> We get Kevin Weeks staff, so we might as well be working for the NHL Network, which I wouldn't be upset. Which about. I mean, I mean, wouldn't be upset, you know. I'm I can still, submit uh, my resume. I'm still waiting for R and D Bruin to finally get back to me about trying to make them our beer sponsor, but still working on it. But it's fine. Everything's fine. We'll I, mean, okay. hey, I mean, hey, I, I got some <laughs> store brews in the fridge because I was smart enough to bring them back with me from Raleigh. Way to rub it in. <laughs> I'll be I'll be there soon. I'll be there soon. It'll be fine. Yeah, February. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. soon. It'll soon be ish. soon. Yeah, it's but um this I'm is like <laughs> a few more months away, no big deal. But no, this was a lot of fun to you know going yeah. on Mike's show earlier this morning, which is crazy. Then we're on you know, he brought him on our show. So this was a lot of fun mm-hmm. too. We actually got some more very awesome crossovers coming up in November that I'm actually really excited for, but we're not oh, gonna yeah. tell you with who yet? You just got to wait until then. Yeah. No, so. it'll be so much fun. I'm super excited. Oh, I'm so ready for it. Like, the crossovers are going to be fun. We're we're still going to have to figure out how we're going to do all of our scheduling. With I know. These, with these games and yeah. podcast episodes and all the other life stuff we want to do. I know, we're, right? We're, we're, we're in for some juggling this season in terms of figuring out how we're going to get these podcasts. Hey, I, I learned how to juggle my freshman year of college. I got it. <laughs> you, you got this. <laughs> anyway, no, I first forward, that. don't 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 leave that to me. <laughs> yeah, first full season on the podcast. Let's see how this works out. By the end of the year, we're like, we've made it. We made it. It's gonna be like with Walt Ru- when we had Walt Ruff on. It seemed like a short summer because we're gonna need a break. <laughs> the search cast still rolls on. We have not taken a break from the show in over a year and a half. What's a break? I don't know. Not with this show. Nope. It would be but. so weird not having an episode of the search cast out. I don't know if we're ever going to get We might get to that point. I hope we never get to that point because we take a week yeah. take a week off. I don't know what I would do with myself if we didn't have a... Hand the reins over to Kat or somebody like, here, we, we, we need a vacation. <laughs> Just like Kat and Jules take over for an episode. Yeah. Imagine that. I mean, it'd be a great episode, but I, I feel uh, like they'd have some sort of like withdrawal. Oh, you mean like how I felt when I met yeah, like, yeah. during the ladies' night episode? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it makes more sense because it's ladies' night and it's like, yeah, yeah. No, they're talking about Dylan Coghlan and the cock and Yummy the whole time and Jacob Slavin. Elias so. Lindholm will come up at least 15 times. It'll be great. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can't wait for them to listen to this episode and they get to this point and they start texting us. Wow, guys, you really had to like expose us. <laughs> so, Kat, we so love Kat, you both. So Kat and Jules, if you've made it this far and you and you haven't texted us or if you have, at least we know you, we know you listened this part of the podcast. We so love we you both. Yes. And we appreciate the support. Wink, wink. All right. Yeah. Right. All right. So it's been an hour and 14 minutes. I know that people want to go on about their day and get ready for the game tonight. Even mm-hmm. though we recorded on Sunday, technically it's now Monday. It's so, actually a shorter episode than they're used to. So yeah, I mean, it's, you know, a small crossover, nothing too crazy. I mean, we're, and we're like, two games into a regular season and stuff like that. So 
I'm curious to see when we get to like, hey, we got to recap like three games and preview a couple more, <laughs> all that good stuff. So yeah, definitely some interesting planning soon in the future for how we're going to do these mm-hmm. episodes. Because like all of our stuff has been based like off season for the most part, so it's yep. like, right, how are we going to fit games in? Yep. And try to stay relevant for the most part, but we we'll figure that. it out. That's the growing pains of going through our first full season together. So, <laughs> but Bailey, where can people find you on the socials? You can find me on the Lovelier, Lovelier, lovely Twitter machine. Lovelier. Jeez, oh, oh, I screwed that up. Um, you can find me on the lovely Twitter machine at Bailey Curtis, and that's Bailey with two Y's. Um, like I said, getting into hockey season, you're going to be seeing a lot of hockey stuff from me, especially now since I have just gotten NHL 23 and I think I am in love with it. There we go. Um, so it's been great. Uh, Zach and I are already preparing to be on a chill team together. So it's going to be great. Um, you, if you want a little bit more of a personal, not as much hockey related aspect of my life, you can find me over on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Haven't posted on there in a while, but it's still kind of a good little view into my life. And uh, if you guys are following us on Twitter at the surge cast, uh, you will know that my computer has crapped out on me. I just got a brand new one and lost all of the data on my old one due to water damage. So um, I am working on getting the YouTube video stuff back up and ready to go. We are taking a little break from YouTube. But if you have missed any previous episodes, you can take this wonderful little break in YouTube to go check out those other videos. Uh, Check those out. Make sure you hit the red subscribe button. Uh, Like the videos, comment, um, and be sure to hit that bell icon so you never miss an episode in the future when I do finally, you know, mass release the ones that I have missed. (laughs) Yeah, Gary for a plethora of backlogged YouTube videos after this, but the yep. audio versions, the audio versions are still gonna still gonna come out like usual. It's just if you like the video versions of our show, you might have a little bit of a wait. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> like I said before, water and technology do not mix. So listen here, kids, do not put your water bottles next to your computers. Nope. Because stuff like this happens. So. And don't 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 trust if you think you have the water bottle screwed tightly. You don't. No, just, you don't. I can already tell you, you do not put it, put it in a separate pocket just, yep. or, or carry it. We're all good. We're all good. Yeah. Stuff happens. So but yeah, but Bailey, but Bailey does also run the YouTube channel as well. So if you yeah. want to drop some comments, she will inter- interact with you on there too. So I need something to do during our little YouTube hiatus while I work on getting videos back up. So please come entertain me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go back, to, go back to former videos and just comment. Just about our takes, or please, <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, but it's gonna be fun. But uh, yeah, so you can follow me at One True Zach on Twitter. That's only True Zach. That's spelled out, not just number one. Um, you, the search cast on Twitter at the search cast. We got a link to in our bio, so we can go find where you can listen to our podcast and all podcast platforms, and also on on our YouTube to check out old videos. And hopefully, when the new ones start dropping soon, you can check that out as well. And also, you can check out our amazing sponsors. Primax Hockey, level up snacks and in the clutch apparel. So make sure to check them out because if you help support them, you support us, and you know it helps us. You know, do more cool stuff in the future because we are at fifty subscribers on on YouTube now. <laughs> so there we go, and we're very exciting. Yeah, we're getting we're getting somewhat closer to seven hundred follows on Twitter. So if we hit a thousand, if we had a thousand follows on Twitter, we might do another giveaway. So I don't know. I guess we'll see when we get when we get there. 
But like I said, we appreciate Mike for joining on, us on today. Fantastic picks for the yeah. uh, Forgotten Canes. Absolutely oh, amazing. Yeah. So great. For sure. But until next time, guys, for next week's season two, episode 18. 18 episodes already into the second season. But that'll be for next week. I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. And we'll see you next time here at the SearchCast. Listening to this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.